Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Kendra James Anderson of the FinanceFem.com. Kendra, it's awesome to have you on the show. I'm so glad to be here, Gresh. Thanks for inviting me. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Kendra so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Kendra is a virtual CFO and business manager that helps women entrepreneurs in all aspects of their business, finances, and accounting. After graduating from Clemson University with a bachelor's degree in corporate finance and 10 plus years climbing the corporate ladder, Kendra ditched her six-figure corporate salary and built her brand and business to serve as a full-time money manager for boss women. With a growing and active tribe of 20,000 plus on social media, many entrepreneurs follow to learn what it really takes to go from overwhelmed entrepreneur to profitable business owner. Additionally, Kendra offers private coaching to other women in the finance and accounting industry to help them build their business and brand. And she is also the host of the Level Up podcast. Kendra, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Oh, I am so ready. Absolutely. Uh All right, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So to jump right in, I wanted to, I guess, rewind the clock a little bit. Here, uh, your your beginning CEO story will let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, a lot of of what you kind of mentioned there in the bio, but like, you know, I started off, um, you know, I went to Clemson University. I've always been interested in business and, and like economics, always. So even when I was at Clemson, I knew from the start that I wanted to be in finance in some capacity and so once I graduated there, I went straight into the corporate world, um, moved to New York City, which is like, of course, you get a finance degree, you move to New York, right? <laughs> right. Um, climbed that corporate ladder for about 10 years. And I was very, very blessed in that the 10 years that I was in corporate, I was directly supporting CFOs um, at companies like DE and these other major companies. So I was able to directly see what a, a CFO does. So not like just how the finance department works, but what a CFO does and how crucial they are to a business. And so that 10 years in corporate was literally like 10 years of paid training for what I'm doing now. It was perfect. Um, then I branched out on my own about six years ago. Uh, I retired from corporate in December of 2016 and I've been full-time ever since and um, started, you know, I grew my business right now. We're like a multi six figure firm. I have my eyes on seven figures and, you know, my goal is really to just help women entrepreneurs of all types, whether they are service-based like a lawyer or whether they are product-based and out there selling, you know, different products. That's just, that's really what my goal and my passion is. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And, and I love how you kind of talked about you you getting that opportunity to have that 10 years of internship, so to speak, where you got mm-hmm. the opportunity to really work and, and be able to help out so many people. Because I think whenever you start a business, you know, people have different goals or aspirations, but knowing that you know firsthand from those larger companies exactly what that looks like and what success looks like, it definitely probably helps to direct those people that are maybe just getting started or taking the steps, trying to take that next level exactly how they're going to yeah. do that. 
Yeah, absolutely. And and within finance and probably all industries, but this is really the only industry I'm familiar with, but there's so many levels and steps, right? So you can, you know, there's a financial analyst, there's a finance, a finance manager, there's financial directors, but being able to directly support CFOs is really when I was able to see, like, it's not just the the, you know, the, the data, it's the analyzing of the data. It's a, how do we use that data and think about metrics and KPIs to improve business models? Like, so tying that in also with like economics, it was just, it was fascinating to be able to sit back and, and get that experience. Um, and literally I'm directly using that now in, in, in my firm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I guess as the saying goes, you know, you don't know your business till you know your numbers and being aware of all those different aspects and what oh, yeah. they do, not just having them, but as you said, being able to kind of read that book, so to speak, from your financial aspect and understand what to do or not to do based off of that is entirely huge. So um, I, I know I touched on it a little bit and you did as well. Could you take us through um, a lot of the different things that you have and ways that you are serving the clients that you have as well, too? Yeah, absolutely. So at the finance firm, there's really two legs to the business. So we have consulting that's done to women entrepreneurs of all different types. And then like you mentioned, I also do coaching to other accounting and finance um, tax professionals. And in the coaching, that's where I just help other like fellow industry professionals build their six or multi-six-figure firm by teaching them my signature six-figure firms framework. And that's done through like a six-month group coaching program. Um, but my main, my main bread and butter my main love within my business is the consulting side. And that's where we offer the full service accounting, virtual CFO services. Um, I have a team of accountants that are maintaining their financial records. And then I serve as a CFO. So that's where I'm coming in. I'm helping with everything from business strategy um, and growth to investor relations. Um, and then we also handle all things related to your taxes because we have on staff CPAs and EAs as well. So it's really a full service accounting, finance and tax firm. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate that kind of different ways in which you can, um, you know, help out so many clients because, um, and I don't know if you find this yourself, uh, that it's maybe sometimes difficult to understand when is the right time to have a CFO or, yeah. or I'm sure it's something that you always sh should know about, but I'm sure you probably have that same kind of question that comes up with clients. Yeah, all the time. And that's a really, really good question. And, and the way I kind of like to break it apart is um, because we do have an executive accounting service and then we have our full CFO service. Everyone doesn't need mm -hmm. to have a full CFO service from the jump, right? right. So everyone should at least be aware of their accounting records. And so that's where that executive accounting service comes in, where maybe you don't need to focus on strategy and and investor relations and, you know, 10xing your company so that you can sell in five years. Maybe that's not your focus right now. Maybe your focus is just getting to that first six figures or mm -hmm. getting from six figures to multi six figures. And so, um, you know, I always like to say there's stabilization and there's scaling. Like everyone likes to think about scaling, like, oh, I want to grow, grow, grow. Sometimes it's just, I need to stabilize. Like I need to understand why I'm making so much money, but I don't feel it. It's not in my bank account. What's going on? That's when you're in that stabilization phase. And that's when you really need to understand your accounting, forget the strategy and all of that. That's too far ahead right now. We need to slow it down and get an understanding of your numbers. So that accounting service is really for stabilization and that CFO service is really for strategy work. And so if you're not already really comfortable and clear on what your average income is, your expenses, your, what your balance sheet looks like, then first go into that accounting side. 
Yeah, that makes so much sense. And, and like I, you know, I even said, you know, it tells a story, your numbers often tell a story. And I think you're absolutely right, where, you know, if you don't know, you know, where your numbers are, you know, where the expenses are going, things like that, you haven't really looked at that. It's really hard to scale and actually scale successfully, especially too, if yes. you don't understand and get a grasp and handle on that foundation. Absolutely. There's definitely a thing as scaling too fast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, and a lot of times the scaling too fast happens because there's not preparation or there's not an understanding of the numbers. So you can actually completely understand your numbers and be great and be a product-based business. And Oprah can, can say you have a great product and all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're scaling too fast. So that can happen too, right? Where you do know your numbers, but you're just overwhelmed by the demand. But a lot of times what happens is the, is, is, not where Oprah backs our product, but where we just don't know our numbers and we're trying to add another product line and then another product line. And, and it's just overwhelming. The cash flow um, takes us under. And so, um, so yeah, understanding your numbers is key before we focus on the strategy, stabilization over strategy. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And I, I definitely appreciate you for sharing that. And it, are these, I know I touched on, you know, your podcast, are these some of the things that you, you cover on your podcast and show? Yeah. So the podcast is all things business finance. Like I talk about for product-based businesses to service-based businesses, um, everything regarding your accounting, your finances, and also operations, because operations is another component that we, that we do here at um, the finance firm. If we're also tackling your accounting and finances, because it all ties together, right? Mm -hmm. Your team, your payroll, your processes, understanding your product, all of that ties in together when it comes to your numbers and building up your, your business. Um, so yeah, on the podcast, we definitely go through all of that. detail. Awesome. 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 So I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. It could be for yourself personally or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, I would say for the firm, it's the fact that we have a very high touch and high quality service. So a lot of accounting and finance firms out there, and I know this because I coach a lot of them, they come to me for coaching. Mm -hmm. A lot of the accounting and finance firms out there focus too much on the quantity of clients that they have and not the quality. Um, and they're overloaded with work. They're complaining about working 60 hour weeks because they have too many clients um, they're, and they're not able to be attentive or pay attention to the details, which when you're managing money is crucial, right? To understand the details. So we have a very high client retention rate because we offer a quality service. And because we've put specific systems in place um, where our clients can contact us anytime for questions, which is key, because if you have a business, a big like business decision coming up or you have an investor standing in front of you ready to offer you a deal and you have to analyze your numbers now, then you need that professional available to help you run those numbers now, not scheduling a meeting five weeks from now. So that's definitely our, um, our secret sauce is the fact that we have this really high touch and high quality service, and we, which means we have a, a lower amount of client base, but we can focus and give more love to them. Yeah, Absolutely. truly appreciate that uh, that secret sauce. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I yeah. wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? So to me, um, in general, in entrepreneurship, but even outside in entrepreneurship, success to me lies in how you manage your time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like you said, check in with yourself and make sure and measure, see how things are going and what success looks like and how that, how you are in alignment with that, yeah. I, I should say. So um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So it could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell yourself if you were to hop into a time machine. Yeah, I love this. I, so for me, it's going to be one single word and it's going to be pivot. 
And pivot is something I talk about all the time. And it's like one of my favorite words and particularly within entrepreneurship and why I think this is a CEO nugget is because you're going to come across things in business that are going to make you want to be like WTF. Like, am I supposed to stop this whole business? Is this not the right thing for me? And it's not that it is that you need to shut things down. Sometimes it is, you know, whatever, but majority of the time, it's just that you need to pivot. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Kendra, what does being a CEO mean to you? Being a CFO or being a CEO to me <laughs> is being a decisive leader. So, you know, you can't be a CEO or a chief executive officer and not be a leader. So leadership is a, a key trait um, to that to for me. And then also the decisiveness piece, that matters a lot. Because in entrepreneurship, you have to make a lot of decisions and a lot of times you have to make them relatively quickly. So you have to be confident in that. Um, an indecisive leader really isn't much of a leader. So being a CEO to me is definitely having those two traits, being decisive and being a leader. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's huge, especially, you know, with the things that, you know, happen, you know, in the world or in life, you never know, you know, exactly what is the right decision to make. But first of all, by being a leader and having that opportunity to kind of lead people or lead yourself even to that matter to where you want to be that's a huge thing but we have to make decisions and and you know no better person than ceo quote unquote to, to really make those those decisions and, and to yeah. make them and not just have have no decision be made overall absolutely you to progress in business and in life and anything you got it's a series of decisions right mm -hmm. and so the longer you take to make those decisions the longer it's going to take you to get to where you're trying to go and of course again to your point measure data look mm -hmm. at the data analyze it think about it don't just kind of you know haphazardly go into something but um but make a decision like that's just one of my pet peeves in life period just indecisive people i'm like oh my gosh just decide. <laughs> <Make a decision>. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll figure it out later just make a yeah, decision exactly um, so yeah it's it's just really important yeah, that, that makes so much sense. So you don't have to worry about where, where you're going to dinner or anything like that because you know exactly to make a decision just, just, and just go from there. So, uh, Kendra, truly appreciate that uh, that perspective and, and your time, of course. So what I wanted to do is passion the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And, of course, how best they can get a hold of you, subscribe to the podcast, find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah, well, first, I just want to thank you again for having me on. I love this format that you have of, like, kind of quick and dirty, getting the information, getting you know, sharing the knowledge. Um, and, you know, one thing that I did, that I did just think of is like, for, for your listeners, for every piece of like content and data that you take in from like a guru or like a business master or whatever, always pause to check in with yourself because we always do, we all do things differently and we all need things in our own unique way. So don't ever think that like someone else's blueprint is going to be your, your blueprint. And the quicker that you realize that and start checking in with yourself, and doing that often, the quicker you'll reach where you're trying to go. And I just point that out because um, in this world of like so many entrepreneurs and gurus and all this kind of stuff, we can, we can um, in an attempt to make a decision, we can listen to everyone's opinions and try to then create what we're doing. But a lot of times it's already there. Like you really got to just kind of sit down and kind of just think about what's working for you. So that's really the only additional thing I would add is just kind of make sure that when you're taking in any content or anything, that you're also checking in with yourself and seeing what fits right for, for you. Because at the end of the day, you have to execute whatever you're coming up with. Not that guru that said, wake up at 6 a.m. every morning and stretch for an hour and a half. Like, if you can't do that, don't, <laughs> you know, find what works for you. Um, 
So that's the only thing I would add to that. Now, as far as how to get in contact, so the best way is the, our website. So thefinancefem.com. Um, I'm also very active on Instagram. Absolutely love Instagram. And my handle there is at thefinancefem. And so fem is F-E-M-M-E. And those are really the two best ways to, um, to get in contact with me. Or you can also check out the podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms. And it's called the Level Up Podcast. So you can just search for Level Up Kendra. And that's probably the easiest way to get to it. Awesome. 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 We will have those links and information um, in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But truly appreciate that reminder as well, because I think so many times there's a fire hose of information and you can really be, um, I guess, completely thrown off by following everybody's key to success. So the most important thing is that when we're looking outside for answers, a lot of times answers within us. So we also Mm -hmm. have to check in with ourselves, as you said, too. So I appreciate that. Uh, Kendra, appreciate your time again. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.